Hi. Hey there. Hi. The, uh, we are Cityscape with the pink font, and I am Paige. And I'm Miranda, the co-host. And we are going through our quest of watching every Sex in the City episode, and we are on season two, episode two, The Awful Truth. Yes. Yes. And uh, this, this, this episode is essentially exploring the idea of what you should or shouldn't say to people, particularly romantic partners. And the episode starts off with Carrie hanging out with her, her married friend, Susan Sharon. And Susan Sharon is in a horrible marriage um, that is painted as a joke, but it's really disturbing throughout the whole thing. Um, and so, you know, just like keep that in mind if you're watching these episodes. Um, and also we'll try to talk about it gracefully. Um, but from my perspective, as, you know, a survivor of a lot of abuse in my life like it's really hard to watch things like this and oh find... yeah this was and this um, was nuts and you're supposed to find it funny anyway yeah. so like susan like gives carrie a birthday present in the apartment and her crazy ass husband richard like yells at her for being loud because he's on london time and carrie's like i'm gonna go and then Susan calls her and um, basically like floats the idea of like, should I leave him on the phone to Carrie? And then it goes to the group talking about how like, it's a trap. You know, you can't, you can't give your married advice friends or married friends advice on whether or not to stay in a bad marriage because it's your fault if they break up and they like miss them. And then if you do say like, oh, your partner's shitty, then you're the person who hates their partner for if they stay together. Um, so there's that. Um, Charlotte has bought herself a dog named Henry to fill the, the little hole and little hole in her heart. Miranda is dating some sort of doctor person, Miranda, the character not Miranda, the co-host, is dating um, some sort of doctor who likes to talk dirty in bed. And mm -hmm. Miranda's like, the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Like, first <laughs> of all, I don't want to talk when I'm in bed. Second of all, like, what am I supposed to say anyway? Um, and Samantha has not been having sex with her boyfriend for the last month because it's that dissatisfying. Um, so that's a summary of where everyone is at. And the whole episode is just um, watching people deal with the things that they will or will not say. So Susan leaves her husband and asks to stay with Carrie. Um, Carrie's birthday is coming up and Big sends her flowers. He sends her roses with a card that says, best wishes on your birthday. <laughs> which can't wait to talk about that. Mm -mm. Um, and Carrie invites him to her birthday dinner. Um, what else happens? Oh, Samantha, Samantha's partner asks her to go to a couple's counselor. And ultimately she s says the thing that she's not supposed to say. And it's like, your penis is too small. And he, he leaves that conversation with, have you ever thought maybe your vagina's too big? 
which is um wild um yeah that is mm-hmm. and the the episode ends with big coming to carrie's birthday dinner and staying for like the whole thing charlotte gets rid of the dog and it, it apparently saves susan and richard's horrendous marriage miranda has been dirty talking with this guy like gets into it and then she says a little too much by like talking about how he likes a finger in his ass which he does (laughs) he does like it but she wasn't supposed to say it apparently no Um, no you're not again like communication is not is not actually allowed um and encouraged but not allowed right that's the world of this show Right. And then um, the, it really ends with Carrie and Big, like, standing outside the restaurant. He offers her a ride home, offers her offers her cab fare. And then there's, like, the moment where, like, oh, are they going to kiss or are they going to hug? They do neither. And they just kind of look at each other. And Carrie ends the episode with saying, you know, the one thing I can't say to Mr. Big is that I'm not over you. And there we are. Wow. Yep. So circling back to the beginning of the episode. uh, Miranda, the co-host. That's me. This one engulfed my mind with rage. Yeah. Because from beat one with that Susan character, I wrote down before I even knew what was happening like this woman's dealing with some serious trauma because she had to like fill every moment fill every moment she couldn't allow it to be quiet at all like she's just like talking manically to not think about having to go home yeah and then bringing carrie into that situation because she didn't want to be alone with that. Yeah. My first note said, ah, watching a friend be abused. Mostly because, like, that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and it's also really uncomfortable being the person being abused in front of your friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously, like, this, the episode itself is, like, a really big, like, it's a dramatic example of, like, what serious verbal abuse can look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I feel like I'm not speaking dramatically when I say that, like, our friend group has seen, like, me experience things that are questionable at best. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a it's a thing um that's really challenging to navigate and uh upsetting to like watch oh yeah and this was in and like you said in your summary this was presented in a humorous way that really wasn't it really wasn't funny it made carrie look like an asshole and which 
if for somebody who's also been the carry in the situation and just straight up not knowing how to how handle it, this, how to handle that. But like this fighting is a form of foreplay. Nope. That no. was not, that was not hot. No. That was not, um, that was actually terrifying to, to watch her leave that house. Um, because the thing, the thing is that they didn't shoot. The, the, the thing that bothered me about that episode is that, like, it, with how angry that particular character was at his spouse, the minute Carrie had left that, in real life, the minute Carrie been out. It would have been physical. Been slapped. She yeah. would have been slapped. And they, and they presented that kind, that they just kind of glossed over, like, no, he's just a verbal abusive. Like, no, he was volatile and, and, and a fist went up yeah no for sure. Jerry your column did not put that in there <laughs> um so that was terrifying and uh and Carrie was just super passive about it but also like I'm trying to grant a little bit of leniency of not knowing for somebody who has also been in that situation and not really know how to address it. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked with a coworker. I probably met, this was probably one of the issues that led to me not working at this one place again, but, um, there was a, a, a wife husband duo at this, um, in the uh, for the at this place that I used to work and the wife said something really weird to me during one of my shifts and said that like oh he beat the shit out of me so hard on new year's that i've i've not really been seeing straight and she just said it like really passively like it wasn't a big deal so like I would till after my shift and I went in and just said, Hey, what you said was really disturbing as fuck. If there's something happening, like I know somebody who works at the Wheeler who can get you a hookup if you need to not be in that situation. And Um, yeah, uh, I, I just was not sure how to deal with that. Uh, I, I hope that I dealt with it. Okay. Um, and Miranda is frozen. So we'll, we'll wait for a moment. I'm going to pause the recording. And that's all I have to say about that. Perfect. Wow. What a Forrest Guff reference to make. <laughs> Jenny! Jenny! Forrest! Jenny! That's solid Forrest Guff reference. Anyway, sorry about that, folks. Uh, my um, power randomly went out, so that was fun. Glad that that occurred for all of us. <laughs> God. 
Um, anyway. Oh, that's that. Yeah. Um, I made my point. I try to help, and then sometimes I don't know how to help, and sometimes it goes bad when I try to help. Well, and I think that that's like an important point, right? Is that sometimes like that's that's why it's um, those situations are so challenging because sometimes stepping in in a, in a moment it can be very dangerous and escalate it. Uh huh. And and so like that's it. They're very delicate situations, and it there's not always a exact right choice to make. I, or it's not always easy to identify what the, what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. Um, my next note takes a, a, a bit of a jump away from a very serious topic. Okay. Um, and I just said, dirty talk in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, it all can't be gloom and doom. Yeah, I know we got, we're getting real heavy here. Um, I just really appreciated Miranda, the character's feeling or sentiment of like, sex is not the time to chat. Um, I mean, like, I disagree in the sense that like, I think communication is actually even more important when you're having sex with someone, you know, to like check in and make sure that what you're doing feels good and that they are, and that they are like still wanting to engage in what you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, consent can change. Um, and you know, like you may consent to one thing, but perhaps someone attempts to try something else and you haven't consented to that. Mm -hmm. So like communication, I think is actually really important in bed, (laughs) but I do understand the sentiment of like, not everyone's cup of tea is like dirty talk and mm-hmm. also if you're not good at it then and she's not that's the thing well neither one of them are not no no neither one of them are really great at it none but... of what he is saying is like appealing but... oh no and the fact that she's not because <laughs> she's just like yeah i like that <laughs> yep <laughs> Yeah, this is I, I and he can't... thinks he's fucking Walt Whitman with all of his dirty talk. Like the fact he was so into it and it's not like your phrasing is not good. I don't like any of it. Just please stop it. Just just no more. Just no, no more, please. Stop. Stop um it. yeah, that's that's all I had to say about that, really. Oh, um uh I I, I wrote down another truth bomb. I'm ready. Um uh, there are lies and then mutually accepted delusions. And uh, I, I've acknowledged the fact that we all live in a mutually accepted delusion. Thank you, Samantha. That was, that was some Socrates realness. Like that was some real philosophy. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Poor Samantha. Oh I, man, Samantha. She gets it together in this episode. Yeah, though. she does. She does. Um, my next note goes back to the roses when they're talking. When when Big sends her the roses on her birthday. Oh fucking Christ! And 
and Charlotte gets really excited. I was like, oh, is it the grand gesture? I'm like, fuck the grand gesture. See, and what I said, like the grand gesture when he says best wishes, what the, like, is the bar so low that like the bare fucking minimum of just sending, like sending something on your birthday with like the most generic, like generic well wishes, that's a grand gesture. No, absolutely not. Also, I just, like, don't think that grand gestures actually exist, and I hate that, like, I want them to. Um, well, I I'm think- not sure that they exist, but also, it, also in somebody that, that, that leaves so many hooks attached to the fish, to grand gestures to them is just another hook. Like they just got to, yeah, like they're just fly fishing for attention. And in this case, like, and he was so pat when Carrie called him to thank him. Oh God. Like don't call. No, no. Well, no, I mean like that. She, I appreciated that. She's like, you know, like I can be polite, but what I hated about that phone call was he was like, yeah, well, like, first of all, he, he didn't know when her birthday was like, he had to like, they dated for a year and like he had to have his secretary remind him when her birthday was. So either like you're, you were a shitty, like a real shitty partner or you're lying to like save face to make it mm-hmm. seem like it was no big deal. Like you weren't thinking about it. And either way, that's so fucking terrible. Like what is wrong with you? Why would you, Oh, it just, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I like there were a couple other notes that I had taken during the diner scene when they're talking about the flowers and analyzing them. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte says something to the effect of like, well, you know, men can't say when they're wrong. And it's like, no, men should be able to say when they're wrong. Generally, people should be able to say when they're wrong. And I understand. Yes. I understand that it's hard. I get that like it is really hard to take ownership of when you have fucked up or when you're the bad actor. But no matter what your gender is, like as an adult, you need and this is me preaching because I strongly feel this way and I'm mm-hmm. like not sorry about it. You should be doing the work to be able to look at your actions and your behavior and how you interact with the people around you and be able to take ownership of when you make a mistake. Yes. And it sucks and it's hard and we, you know, I, I don't enjoy it. Like I, but if there's anything I know that I have grown in, in the last like decade, it's my ability to really like look at the way I've behaved and think the choices I've made and the ways that I've hurt people around me. And to say, you know, you, you don't have to forgive me for this, but I do owe you the respect of saying, I, I messed up here. And I, I am sorry that my choices and my behavior caused you pain and caused this in your life. And, you know, there are lots of people that I haven't made even necessarily been able to say that to after like a time of reflection and, um, the opportunity to realize 
when I was like a bad actor and didn't necessarily know it or like excused it for whatever pain I was feeling. Um, and then it, you know, you get into the idea of like, sometimes an apology is not for that person, but for yourself. And sometimes you just, sometimes you don't necessarily get that opportunity, but being able to do that work is super important. And, um, I think that giving men a pass because like culturally we've just trained them to not be in touch with their emotions is, uh, a bad trope and I'm fucking tired of it. Like, oh yeah. And yeah, it is a bad trope. Um, not, I think uh, not taking ownership of your shit is a turn off, or at least it should be a turn off. Like, mm-hmm. um, oh, for me, it is absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I just keep on waiting for every woman in society to like join that bandwagon. Well, and I, <laughs> I mean, I, they I, are slowly, but slowly. like, not everyone. Yeah, I also have a note like related to that scene still where it says the vague gesture is worse than no gesture at all. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I feel like I have dated a slew of people who have mastered the vague gesture. Yep. And it's, it is one of the most confusing and disconcerting things to experience because there's no clarity on what it's supposed to mean. And like, no matter how you react to it, somehow it's like your fault when you misunderstand what the gesture is. Yeah. And I, I'm like, so tired of that. Um, from everybody. Like, I just let, can we all just agree to, I don't know, be a little bit more clear on what, what our intentions are and our wants and needs. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it would save a whole lot of time. Like, yeah. And, and also, yeah. And, and, and typically in my experience, uh, a vague gesture is better than none. Vague is all where my brain goes when when there's a vague with any sort of vague gesture is mm-hmm. is thrown my way from 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 anyone who who showed an interest and then changed their mind or I was interested in and then uh, something happened like it just it always like makes me. It, it gets me back in my head being like, what does it mean? And then also like two, how deep does this person, like if, the, if this was the absolute minimum, like what is the maximum brain space that I am taking up that they felt that this minimal act of kindness or goodwill what where do I okay so where do I fit in where do I fit in and like okay so this person's living rent free in my head in a certain sublet of it 
am I do am, is there a version of me still living in the it in their head like that's I think that's 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 the shit that's just just be clear like if you miss somebody it's okay to say that you miss them but don't be just fuck just yeah this is except so when you miss big just right. don't stop um so now we're at the point in the episode after the flowers where um Samantha and I think his name is James. Uh, yeah. They they go to the therapist. Um, Charlotte is like realizing that she like is miserable with this dog because he's like pooping all over her apartment and t- destroying her pillows and stuff. And Miranda, the character, is like really getting into dirty talk with her her boyfriend. <laughs> Um, and my next note is related to Samantha when she finally tells James that like his penis is just too small. And after he like storms out, she looks at the therapist and just says, what can I say? I need a big cock. Yeah. <laughs> and the therapist was like, mm-hmm. hey, I understand. It's like like, basically your attitude. That was the best that the therapist's reaction to after that was was worth it yeah because like okay well i'm not gonna say that that you're wrong (laughs) right um what's your next note um my next note um uh was oh god when big shows up to the party this is the realest thing when hell I've probably been one of the been one at one of those parties with you where the ex shows up and all of the girlfriends like subtly hate this dude I have that as a note too you can't say anything because it's it's your friend's party but you also like I get why she invited him why did she invite him I don't understand. And it makes me so mad that he's here because this is either going to make her night or it's going to ruin her night. And I can tell that it's probably going to ruin the night. Yeah. Yeah. I said how your friends act when you invite your ex to your party. Uh Uh-huh. Or how your friends act when you bring your ex to a party <laughs> oh yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's i mean you know it's it is real. A, it's a real thing and we're all human and we're all just trying to do the best we can yeah, yeah and that's why i just i didn't have any mo- anything else to say other than i've been that person at the party being like what the fuck well yeah. i guess be nice to him anyway i'm really good at being polite to people's exes like i'm looking back on that looking back on that i don't know if that makes me a shitty friend or an excellent networker (laughs) i mean i think it's just a conversation you can have with that friend right in terms of like understanding what the boundaries might be for that person you know Mm -hmm. And also checking in with them, which you're very good at doing. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good because sometimes, sometimes like there are some questionable decision making decisions that I make 
in in mixing friend groups. Um, well, but that's the thing too, right? Is that it's sort yeah. of like some of it's sort of inevitable in the community that we share. And so like it, you can't, I don't know. I think part of it is like from my understanding as who I am too, is that like, I, I can navigate it and I, I'm not going to be the one who's like, well, you can't talk to this person ever again. Although, I mean, I definitely have gotten to a place like recently within like the last month where I'm just like, actually, I am never talking to this person again because fuck their shitty behavior. And it's just not disgusting, but I don't understand how like no one holds this person accountable at all. Oh, yeah, that's kind of um, I've not gotten to that point in my evolution but I have a feeling in another 10 years either next year or 10 years from now I'll get to that point where like you know what let's cut ties you're fine peace Scott you fine you've always been fine I only have one more note left um go ahead and go for it because probably my one of mine is in a, irrelevant so my last one is just that moment when you're, when you fully realize that like, you're not over that person and you can't say that to them because you're, it, it's like, you're both trying to move on. Um, it's a shitty moment. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, I mean, one of my notes, one of my last two notes that that is connected to that. I'm like, well, you invited him to your shit. That's the answer. You're not over him. Um, but uh, I'm going to go back to the other note and uh, uh, just uh, also not be lighthearted about it, but also reiterate, getting a dog does not fix domestic abuse <gasps> oh god yeah the end of the episode where susan sharon and her husband are back together because they take charlotte's dog yeah i just so the moral of the story dogs don't fix that no they don't and i just really hate that subplot and it was not handled well oh no oh no it's it's no, they 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 sh- the writers shat the bed with that one. Yeah, because they a- they didn't know how to. Uh, I don't think they knew how to approach it. Approach it. Um, I don't think they they didn't know how to approach it because like they it it turns it it turns the the world into a dark comedy at that point and they were all about hot pink comedy like like sex romp farce right but the minute you put in domestic abuse of any sort like it yeah like they didn't they didn't know how to they didn't know how to address it and also 1998 like i don't think that women um in the writer's room had any power to be able to articulate that right on television right i think privately amongst themselves absolutely but 
going into an HBO writer's room and stating, hey, this is not how this looks. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe since the show's coming back, maybe they'll hit some of it differently. Uh, I, you know, I hope so, but... Or not! <laughs> I, I feel, and we'll talk about it yeah i feel like uh there's we'll have some opinions on it i'm sure oh, well, yeah we're gonna have some opinions on it that was see that was uh season two episode two it's true of the sex and city uh um our e- email address is cityscapepink at gmail if you have any uh stories about um your dog uh shitting the bed or um or grand gestures anything or truly like pretty much anything 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 goes (laughs) whatever you want to share with us all seven of you we will we will delight in reading um my name is Paige. i'm at uh pageless scott at instagram and twitter my name is miranda and I am at Miranda Narig on Twitter only. Awesome. Well, we'll see you next week for episode three. three. Hell yeah. Bye. Goodbye.